what I'm going to attempt to do is that uh, the scripture text today is, ma- excuse me, is Psalm 37:23, and uh, it's it's a reflection of the entire chapter of Psalm 37. So as we begin to look at it and think of Amanda and think of each of us, uh, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Now, I know she's not a man, but uh, (laughs) the steps of the righteous, the steps of a good person, uh, those that are uh, following God, that God is going before, blazing the path. It's interesting that the word good in the original Greek meant, meant strong, like a warrior. So that, that, that the, the path of the righteous is blazed by the Lord. The Lord orders the steps of a good man. The Lord goes before us. And so it is like the, the Lord blazes a path for the strong man, for the strong, righteous person to follow. So that when God is saying that we, our steps are ordered by the Lord, it, he is saying to us that our steps, God has made a path for us to follow. And that it is the strong warrior that is able to keep pace or is able to keep going in this, in this manner. The uh, Message Bible states uh, the stalwart, the stalwart walks in step with God. His path blazed by God. He's happy. If he stumbles, he's not down for long. God has a grip on his hand. (laughs) So whenever we start thinking of the idea that God has a plan and a purpose for our life and that God has prepared a place for us, God has, um, what's the different, some other scriptures that, that the, you know, the, the, the presence of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord goes before us. The um, armor of God that Paul talks about is, it's all about offense. It's never about defeat. It's never about turning your back. You don't have to worry about your back. God's got you covered. So that's why we always go forward. <laughs> There's no part of the armor that is supposed to be keeping us from, you know, running away, the, the, the part of our armor is always to go forward or to be strong in battle. So as we go forward with God, we find that our steps are ordered by the Lord. The New Living Translation says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. So God is delighting in every detail of our lives. So this, this little verse uh, you know, packs a lot of uh, oomph. <laughs> and as we then put this verse in, in the whole context of, of chapter 37, you see, the, uh, it's telling us, in other words, that we're going to stand strong. That when you are willing to fight the good fight of faith, God is with you. So as we are endeavoring and going forward with God, God is with us. So... Um, God, you said <laughs> you would never leave me nor forsake me. So you see, the, the, you know, if we can get the understanding that here we are, our steps, our steps are ordered by God. God has a purpose, a path, a plan, and that these things have already been set out before us. Now, the challenge is for us to fall in step with God. Not necessarily fall in line because God sometimes directs this way and directs that way. We run into walls and God says turn right or left. God has a purpose in every part and every step of our life. 
So uh, sometimes it doesn't seem like it. My, my grandmother, I was we were thinking of this. Um, <laughs> uh, my grandmother was one of those that um, when, she was a, when she was a speaker, you know, whenever she would preach, the anointing of the, the Holy Spirit would, you know, come upon her. And um, there was said that if you were in her, one of her services and you had some hidden sin, you didn't want to be there <laughs> because she would call you out. And I mean, she would just know what it is. I mean, she wouldn't do a, a background check on everybody and then come to church. <laughs> she would be in church, and while she was preaching or speaking, she could just, you know, whoa, you know, let people know or give direction to people. People are having prayers or questions in their life. The Spirit would just answer those questions. Or if there was something that was a hidden agenda, she would she would bring it out. I mean, you know, she was just one of those, one of those things. And, and one time she spoke about uh, a woman or a person had one of those huge goiters on her neck and she prayed and it disappeared. You know, so there, were, there was, my grandmother was quite, a, quite a, an individual. Of course, my uncles and uh, things, they thought a little different about it because she was, if she, she gave them all a, a licking on Saturday whether they needed it or not because she knew they needed it. They had done something wrong, you know. That was, well, that was before she was saved, but she was still a headstrong woman, you know. But, yeah, you did what Grandma said, you know. But um, I was her favorite. <laughs> so, but... Um, but you see that the Holy Spirit has a way of working in our lives. And, and you know, it wasn't that uh, the Spirit was trying to um, hurt. The Spirit was working with people to come to grips with the realities of what they profess and what they are inside. And you see, when God is leading us, he's leading us in the path of righteousness for his namesake. For the sake of his name, we are to stay in step with who he is for the sake of his name. So whenever we're saying the name of Jesus, it is that which is holy, that which is reverent, that which every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. So for, that, for the sake of his name, we are being in step with him. And, and, and the idea is to, we, you know, sometimes we need to be gentle. Sometimes we need to be firm. Sometimes we just need to love. Sometimes we need to be still and to be quiet. Sometimes we need to speak. Sometimes our life and the, our actions should do all of our speaking for us. You see, so in the name of Jesus, we are, we are Christ among the people. We are Jesus among the people who do not know Christ. And so we then are a testimony, a light unto the world that is in darkness. And so we are this, and so the steps... Are ordered, our steps are ordered by the Lord. And so isn't it odd that God would step, have us in step, taking us into a dark place? <laughs> God would have us step into a dark place. Why? So that the light of Christ can shine. And where there is darkness, a little light is a great, has a great effect. And so our challenge then is to live the life of Christ where we are at and who we are with and what we are doing, that we are the same here in church and the same in the presence of God and aware of the presence of God as we are outside of the presence of God on Monday morning or 
Tuesday morning or Wednesday night or wherever it is, that we are the same person. And if we're not the same person, we are asking God to help us become that person. It isn't that God is pointing out our failures. He's pointing out his strengths. God is pointing out his strengths to help us in our weaknesses. You know, if if we've got it all together, we don't need to be here. (laughs) So whatever our shortcomings are, that's not a problem. Let me tell you what your shortcomings are. Well, God says, let me tell you what my strengths are. And the strengths that he points out to us are the ones that fit into our weaknesses. And so in in this place of serving God, I am finding that the presence of God and the word of God become that piece of the puzzle that seemingly is missing in my heart and in my life. And he feels that and then allows me to become better, greater, have, uh, have another aspect of who I am. You know, when I was 19 years old, I was... Uh, I was in college. <laughs> so, but I was in a secular college waiting to go to Bible school, you know, and uh, being a phys ed teacher and all that kind of stuff. But, um, of course, that's when I met Rhonda, so it was the greatest year of my life, you know. It's God's will. So the first part of this verse, and I'm, I'm not going to get through it all, but the first part of this chapter says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. You see, whenever we are step, when the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord that we need to recognize, don't get upset. Here we are stepping and doing our best and where do we find ourselves? Around people. <laughs> you know, I would have a good life if it wasn't for people. <laughs> you know, it's people that ruin my life, you know. So if I were just alone in this whole place, I would have, I'd have a pretty good life. Well, the, the psalmist is telling us, fret not yourself because of evil, evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Don't get upset. <laughs> Don't fret. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. Be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication. Let your requests be made known unto God. Pray. So fretting is taking, the, taking a need and dropping off the cliff with it, you know, jumping off of a, 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 a precipice and jumping to the, you know, off, it's like, I'm fretful, <laughs> you know? Well, instead of being fretful, let's be prayerful and take that need to God because if there is a need there, you got that need or that need came to light as you were ta- walking in the steps that God has for you. Huh. So, Verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Okay, so we are the steps of the Lord. Here we are walking in the steps that God has for us. Trust in the Lord and do good. So here we are, walking with God. It's an inside joke. It's a Saturday morning. (laughs) Oh. It's in the Bible. (laughs) It's in the Bible, you know. No wonder I preach on it, you know. Trust in the Lord and do good. So here we are in step with God and finding ourselves not to be fretful. 
You know, don't be fretful and don't worry. Trust, trust in God and do good. So you do the right things for the right reasons, no matter what the critics are saying. The critics, remember, there's always critics. You know, doesn't matter who you are, there's always somebody against you. There's somebody who doesn't like you. They don't like your smile. They don't like the way you walk. They don't like the way you stand. They don't like the way you sit. They don't like the way you dress. They don't like the shoes you wear. And they hate your face. (laughs) You know? Why? I didn't do nothing. Well, they got a problem. Because there are always people who find problems. And you know... The people who find problems, you know, I'm sure all of us who are a little older, the people that we knew whenever we were in high school or families or cousins or whatever, the ones who always were problem people, they're still problem people. They haven't changed. They're still seeing all the garbage that goes on. Always remember, they've never built a monument to a critic. And every person who's been a great leader has had their critics. So you cannot walk with God and not find critics. We studied that in the, in the Sunday school lesson. Paul, I mean, here's this amazing man in his amazing ministry and his life completely turned around. There were people trying to kill him all the time. He had critics everywhere he went. And every time he went to a new city, the ones from the previous city who didn't like him would follow him. To, you know, they couldn't leave him alone. So... Jesus, he was perfect, and they crucified him. So you see, people finding fault is not, is not you know, they're going to do it. People are people. But you know what? God is God. And so del- de- delight thyself, verse 4, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of a heart. You find that God is asking us to find delight, not in the critic, not in our success, but delight ourselves in God. He's the one that's keeping us in step. Delight yourself in God, for he's the one who is leading us step by step, and he is going to give you the desires of your heart. The uh, Message Bible has, open up before God, keep nothing back. Let our life be an open book before God. You see, we're not fretting. We are opening. <laughs> God, I, this hurts me. These people, these critics, these things that are said, it hurts me. God, help me to heal. You know, the other day, um, uh, we were at uh, viewing, and the uh, person we've known for many, many years, and the, the widow is saying that um, this couldn't keep him alive anymore. It's going to be hard. And, I, and, you know, I've used this thought, but I stated it a little differently with a different slant, was that there's only, there's, there's, only one, there's only one person who can hold a broken heart, and that's Jesus with his two hands that were nailed to the cross is able to hold our heart. And he knows what it is like to have a broken heart that was pierced by those who accused him. So in our grief and in our sorrow, there's only one person who can hold our heart, and that's Jesus. And so let, you know, do good. 
Delight yourself in the Lord. Don't get caught up with people who want to break your heart. There are people, they're, they're called joy stealers. They, they are whatever, uh, they're, they're fretful, they, 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 they try to just take away your good, they try to take away your joy, they'll take away everything you got, and then they'll, la- you know, it's like, I think it's like peer pressure. <laughs> peer pressure is somebody can't stand what you do, so therefore they're going to try and make you do what they want. And whenever people give up and do what they want, they're still not good enough to be part of who this group is so then you find yourself giving up who you are to become something of a part of a group that doesn't accept you anyhow the idea is that whenever we stand with God we stand with he who is eternal God is eternal he created you while you were yet in your mother's womb he formed you he put inside of you your character he knew what you would be he knew the circumstances you would have he knows where you've come from but he also knows where you're going and where you are going you're going to need this that you have experienced to this point and because the holy spirit is working in our lives he will take that which has happened and he will you, he will give you the strength to make you a strong person, not because you were strong all the way through this, but because you felt how weak you were. And in our weakness, we then are allowing the strength of God to come in and to offset our weaknesses. You see, Peter was not able to, was not strong enough to stay with Christ whenever he denied him. But once he had the understanding of the resurrection, Peter spent an entire life serving Christ to the point of himself being crucified upside down. You see, what was a defeat turned into a strength. What we think is weakness is just an understanding that we need another part of who we are. And who we are is Christ. Christ is in us. He is the hope of glory. He is the strength. You see, delight yourself in the Lord. Commit your ways to the Lord. Commit, meaning God, every day whenever we get up, we should have this a simple little prayer. God, it's today. <laughs> I need your help. You, ever, you heard the story about the guy who woke up and, said, and, and the guy who's praying and said, God, I need your help. I haven't committed any sins today. I haven't bl- lost my temper. I haven't screamed at the kids and I haven't yelled at my wife or my husband. I haven't cursed. I haven't, uh, you know, had no road rage. I've had none of these things. But I'm about to get out of bed and I'm going to need your help for the rest of the day. <laughs> so... that's what we are you know God I'm about to get out of bed (laughs) I gotta face this whole day commit your way to the Lord God it's a day (laughs) and where do you want me to go and what do you want me to do and what do you want me to say and no matter what people people do not dictate (sighs) the only control people have over your life is what you give them People can't make you happy, and they can't make you sad. People can't make you fail, 
They can't make you succeed. It's all yours. People can't make you do anything. It's what you give them. And God is saying, I have come to give you life. I've come to give you strength. I've come to forgive you. All your failures of the past are not remembered against you, so don't you remember them. Your successes are not about how you've succeeded, but about how my spirit has been in you as you have stepped in my steps and you've seen the work of God. And if you've failed, don't worry, I've kept your hand and you'll get up again. It's not about failing. It's not about succeeding. It's about walking with God. And as we walk with him, our steps are ordered. (laughs) The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. The steps of the strong warrior. (laughs) The steps of the strong warrior. That's us. That's what he calls us. Walk in the steps of God. Amen? The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights every detail of their lives. (laughs) God delights in every detail. Nothing. No, a sparrow cannot fall to the ground that God doesn't know it. A thought cannot come into your mind that God is not aware of it. So whatever comes into your mind, whatever comes into your heart, whatever people say, whatever is done, we come back to the idea, I am God's, I am not theirs. (laughs) They have no control over me, nor am I going to give it to them. People will say what they want, but I know who I am. I belong to Jesus. He is mine. And he has has steps for me to walk in. It just so happens that I'm standing here in front of whomever, and whatever they have to say, I don't know why it's here, but I'm going to keep on walking with God, and what they say or do cannot stop me from fulfilling the will of God. Amen? Let's stand. I got a whole bunch more here but you know Amanda has materials in the back uh, she would like you to pick up (laughs) and thank you for your gifts and pray for Amanda and uh, pray for each of us your steps are ordered by the Lord and we're grateful that her steps have come our way Father we thank you that you have given us so many special gifts and especially the gift of one another we thank you for each one we thank you for their handshake their hug their special presence that comes through by you through them god we thank you for blessing us and the steps where we find ourselves this week may we recognize you have brought us here not to hurt us or to destroy us, but God, you've brought us here that we might be your light and your presence to those who are in darkness. So thank you, God, for helping us take our steps. Amen? Amen. Amen. God bless you.